Welcome to the audience of one. As a liver cancer and transplant survivor, an Ironman triathlon finisher, and a missionary, Cliff Tam's life of resilience and faith has inspired many. Join us as we uncover what it means to live a life of radical surrender for the audience of one. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Audience of One. My name is Cliff, and um, in this episode, I'll be talking about uh, meeting Jesus on my Ironman race. And so if you uh, listen to my previous episode, in episode two, The Toothless Green, you know, uh, you'll hear about my uh, journey of um, losing my tooth, my teeth in a bike accident um, when I was training for this race and how God provides for me to fix my teeth. And so uh, this episode will just focus on my race and how, you know, amazingly Jesus just showed up. And when I look at um, the whole journey of uh, this Ironman race and preparing for it, um, it actually is, for me, is the most defining moment of my life physically. Of course, other than knowing Jesus. But it really, you know, all the whole process of it really changed the way I view about life and about myself. And so uh, let, let, let's take a step back in uh, 20, hold on. I did my first triathlon in 2005. And at that time, I say, you know what? Let's just try to do something, a crazy race called uh, an Ironman. It's a triathlon race. It's a, Ironman's a super long distance, 4K of swim, 180K of bike, and then a 42K, a marathon after. So they give you a bike. I think about 17 hours to do so. Yeah, 18 hours, just before 18 hours. Yeah, so, so you know, you start off in the morning at like 7 o'clock and they give you order up to midnight around that time for you to finish. And so it is something that I would say most normal people would not think about. And so for me, you know, I was just so naive because I just thought, hey, why don't I try putting all these things together? I can make it work because I was able to um, bike the 180K already at, in, uh, after my after I did my first triathlon and so um, yeah it started out with this just crazy idea I wasn't you know I wasn't trying to impress anybody I wasn't trying to prove myself or fill my own ego I just want to do it because I really love riding my bike and I really love swimming oh I didn't really love swimming per se I really love you know the whole experience of triathlon and so and I, I set up my goal to, to take two years to train so the first year would will train my body up to half Ironman distance, which is half of Ironman. And so the next year will continue so onwards. And so I can tell you that I'm I'm never I never considered myself as an athlete. You know, growing up I never was an athlete. You know, I never played any, you know, sports teams and whatnot. In high school I was a skinny kid. You know, I cannot even run more than four hundred meters. So which is one of those track laps. My swimming was pathetic when I was, you know, when I first did my triathlon, I couldn't swim more than two laps freestyle. So that's about maybe 100 meters and I got to swim for like 4K. Okay, technically 3.9K. I mean, close enough. So I had to learn how to swim again and I had to find a coach. And I was, I got a road bike that was so, that was too big for me. I went to the bike shop to ask them if they can fit me. So a, a bike fit is to how they adjust the bike, you know, the height and the length, uh, height of the seat and, and some of the handlebar height so that you are get the most, they call it the most optimized riding, you know, for you. So which is, you know, get you to ride faster, better and whatnot. 
And and the, when the guy at the bike shop took a look at the bike and took a look at me, they say, "I'm not gonna fit this. I cannot fit this." So I was riding a bike that is not it's not fitting for me. But I realized, hey, I can ride it without getting hurt, and I can ride for long distance. Okay, I can still use it. So you know, and plus my um my uh, losing my teeth and trying to fix it and saving money for that, you know. So so in in a in a very strange way, no matter all this dis sorry discouragement I was facing. There were always uphill battles, you know. I wasn't like, hey, you know, when you look at Cliff, you'll be like, yeah, I can see him doing a triathlon or, or an Ironman. He, he's athletic. He can run. He can swim. He can bike. Ah, I don't think I was like that at all. You know, for me, it's just the the, the process of it. And, and I just enjoy it so much. And I never gave up. And as I continue in that uh, journey, I realized that it's not, like, it's about me, but it's not all about me. You know, I, I almost want to say, it is God's grace that kept me with a laser focus and determination to keep at it. You know, I remember my mom was telling me, like, you know, uh, after my bike accident that I shouldn't, um, you know, shouldn't do this triathlon because it's so so risky. But I still, you know, after I lose my tooth, teeth, I still continue to pursue, you know. I remember going to see a dentist after he fixed my teeth. The first thing I asked him is, can I swim? Because I need to learn how to swim and I need to go to the pool for as much as I can. So uh, I signed up for this race at Ironman that races all around, all around the world. So I was living in Toronto, uh, sort of close to the East Coast. So when I look at the geography at that time, the race that was available is at Lake Placid, uh, USA. So it's in New York State, a beautiful park. Uh, and, and so um, I signed up. And what, what I, uh, well, I, I realized it as well, is that it's actually the if you look at some of the distance and the height, you know, how hard, how difficult it is. I'm in USA in Lake Placid. It's probably the, one of the most difficult terrain in the East Coast. And I thought like in my <laughs> naive idea, I thought, hey, you know what? In the future, I'm going to keep on doing Ironman. Why not I sign up to do the hardest one first? And then, you know, once I con- you know, complete this one, every one of them will be easy. Well, why didn't, you know, looking back at it, I realized that every Ironman is hard. There's no no such thing as easy Ironman. And um, I asked my family and a close friend to come with me. And I'm very thankful for that, that, you know, that I wouldn't say, like, I asked them to uh, come out every of my races, but this one I felt was quite important. And so, you know, I, I drove in at, on Friday to, to sign up and the race was on Sunday so my parents came in the next day and then we just all stayed in the cottage and so the race um, I wouldn't go through too much details of it um, I started off with a swim or a bike and then the run so uh, you know by the time um, I was doing the run it was already afternoon and and so now I'm just going to focus on you know how Jesus showed up on my race and, you know, I don't think I was hallucinating because it is so vivid. And it's so, I say when I look at the Bible, it's so biblical of how Jesus showed up. And so what happened was that uh, and on the run, they make us do uh, two laps. I think two laps of like 20, no, 10, or sorry, 20K. So by the time I, uh, after, after that, they, uh, in order to go to the finish line, they're going to make you run. 2k out and 2k back out of the time and come back in just to make up I don't know make up the time make up the distance so with about 4k to do by this time it was dark already you know I was cold I was exhausted you know I have 
you know, pain in all my body that I never felt before. But I know that I made it. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I can continue complete. I can finish this race and I cannot believe it. This, you know, this whole journey, this two years of training and not sure that whether I will complete it or not. Here it is. I'm going to finish this race. And with about 4K to go, I start to give thanks to God. You know, at first I thank you God for giving me this ability to, um, this, sorry, not to, this ability to race and also this, the time to train. You know, and also, you know, fixing my teeth and helping the health, you know, not including that I have a liver transplant. So there's a lot of things I was giving to God, thanking God for. I was thinking like, this is such an amazing opportunity. It's not because that of my own strength, I can do this. You know, I can see that God is at work. He, he provides for everything for me. And so uh, then as I continue to give thanks to God, Jesus showed up. Now, you know, uh, I, you know, if you read the Bible, in, especially in Acts, Jesus show up in different ways, you know. And, and sometimes when you hear the other people's testimony, you show up in a dream, show up in a vision and whatnot. For me, in this race, Jesus show up in a voice. So he speak to me. So he told me that, why not show you about the past? And then he started to bring out memories from my past, especially in the university. Um, about the time when I was drunk, when I passed out at my friend's house during my birthday, and and all those times, you know, which I would say I'm ashamed of. You know, all those times that I was, you know, uh, addicted to alcohol. And then he told me this. He told me that I was with you at those times, and I and I still love you. And for me, I interpret it as him forgiving my sin. And you can imagine this is I was uh. Um, this is about like 14 hours into the race and I was so tired and sweaty and yet because God Jesus spoke to me like tears start to stream out of my face <laughs> on my, my eyes you know you can you imagine some guy just you know chucking along barely running per se and, and tears are just coming out and I, and I was so touched so touched by God and I'm just gonna uh, quote from uh, read a verse from Amazing Grace you know, how he say that, how sweet the sound that saved a ranch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm fine. Was blind, but now I see. Trust grace that taught my heart to fear and grace my fear relief. And I realized that I was the ranch that was so lost. At, in, when I was in university, when I was drunk, I didn't realize I was lost. I was blinded by my pride. But now when Jesus showed up, you know, he, he showed up that, I was lost. And the minute I was blind, I see. And it was when he it was by his grace that, you know, I see that, oh, what a what a sinful thing that I've done. But at the same time, instantly my my fear, the shame, the fear that I have of this um getting drunk with alcohol, it was relieved because he forgiven me. And and, and so for me I realized Jesus really forgave me. Jesus forgave me of the sins I have committed in the past, you know, the, the, the other drink, other alcohol and whatnot. And then he didn't tell me anything else. He just showed me I was so thankful us in tears and then run all the way to the finish line. And I was so thankful that my parents, my family and my uh, my friend was there to, to cheer me on. And, you know, and I told myself, I did it. I'm an Iron Man. You know, physically, is something that everybody is proud or something that is proud to be. But for me, the most precious thing about that race 
was that experience with Jesus. Because of his love for me and of his death on the cross and the resurrection, of his, sorry, of his blood, that's, you know, wash away my sin. And I felt it in the most tangible way. And so um, this concludes this episode. And, and, and after that, uh, you know, we just went back home the next day. But I can tell you that, you know, this whole period, this whole race has changed me in so many different levels. And I'm going to continue to share in the next episode of what happened next. So um, I hope you find it encouraging. And I hope that, you know, um, for those of you who do not know Jesus, I hope that, you know, that you spend the time to pray, to seek Him. Because I believe that Jesus revealed Himself like how He revealed in, in, in the Bible and how He did it in my life. He can reveal it to Himself to you in your life. And I can tell you that when that happens, everything changes. Nothing stays the same. And the next episode, I will tell you how my whole life has changed. I guess uh, not, not upside down, but right side up. And, and in the most amazing way. So thank you for listening. And I hope that you'll listen to my next episode. And this is Audience of One. And, and uh, just thank you for listening to what I had to share and how Jesus changed my life. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Audience of One. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, you can email me at cliff.tam, that's T-A-M, at gmail.com. You can also subscribe via Popbeam or iTunes if you'd like to listen to future episodes.